You don't have to. Um, hi, this is Taxis Chronicles, and I'm your host, Simon Rushton. Today we have uh, another rider in the car, and he's going to tell us all what it's like to be dealing with vintage clothing. So, here you are. So, how's, what, how, how did you get into vintage clothing? Uh, well, basically, I'm born in Brighton, uh, and there's a lot of like vintage clothing clothing stores around there. So like when you like when I was a kid, I used to like walk around and like go with my parents to see lots of like different shops because they would always be like buying clothes, but like never like from new stores and stuff. So it was always nice to go around old like old clothes and stuff. And then as I was a kid, I'd get older, I'd start going to those shops myself, and then eventually just started like working into it. And like now I make my own clothes and. Okay. Uh, end up like do my own little things sometimes like it's nice to be able to make my own stuff so after doing that like i started working in it now what defines vintage clothing what what what, what does the clothing have is it like a 10-year period yes yeah, i mean kind of it's like i mean if you want yeah like it could be a 10-year period anything over 10 years tends to be vintage but i mean i guess it's more just like i don't know it's what you like about it really isn't it like whatever you find it's, it's like I always look for things that I don't think I'll be able to find in a shop and then sometimes I'll see it just on the high street or something and I'll get so excited because it's something that I've been looking for for ages like okay. like a like, shell suit yeah kind of I like a lot of military and like workwear stuff so oh. when it comes to like old workwear and like like certain periods of military mm-hmm. like that's when I get quite excited about what I've found okay. because it's like I don't know there's a lot of like there's a lot of replicas and stuff so when it tends to become original, it's kind of it's kind of cool to see it from where it, like it came from, you know. Is it hard to find and um, to define what's original and what's? Not always. Some stuff's made to look vintage. So, like some stuff's like always just brand new, and then like other things like it's not hard to define. It's just there's certain things within the companies or within them or certain like aspects of the clothing that will tell you whether it's vintage or not. What, what what things, what identifiers are you looking for? Uh, I don't know, say if it's like a brand like Levi's. Yeah. Uh, if I wanted to look for like a good collectible pair of Levi's, I'd look, I'd look in the inseam, see if it was a pair of salvage jeans. If it's not, it doesn't matter because jeans are jeans, you know. But I'd also look for like maybe on the little tab, like sometimes if they're biggies, like, like a biggie instead of a smallie, it tends to be a little bit more sought after, like... There are certain numbers as well, like lot numbers. I don't, it's personal for me. I don't really tend to wear like, they've got like a 501, which is a very standard like um, lot number. Mm-hmm. And they've got like 550, which is quite relaxed. And But I'm always after like a wide, wide trousers, so I can never really find them with Levi's. So whenever I find something that is mm. something that I like, then I get quite excited. And like, is there a big like niche market for vintage clothing out there oh, like, online yeah. that people would? pay whatever you know for a pair of jeans like i think i think when it comes to like something that you, i don't know maybe it's 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 more it might even be more of a thing for like people who are a lot older than me because i'm only 23 so like vintage to me is literally 2002 do you know what i mean but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like um to somebody who's say born in the 80s and they can find something that they wore in like the, I don't know, the 70s or 60s, like, and they find it now, yep. say if they've been after that for a long time, they might want to spend a lot more on that. Okay. So it's, it can become quite, like, expensive, but it can be... It's, it's, it's such a big market for it. Like, around here, especially in London, like, there's there's 
Yeah, it's pretty lovely. Camden. Yeah, Camden, Notting Hill. You've got Brick Lane, like in East. You've also got like yeah, up by Whitechapel. There's loads. There's a really big market for vintage clothing. Mm. Okay. Would you? Are you a tailor yourself then? Uh, I mean, I've only been I've only been teaching myself to like make clothes for about a year now. So I'm, I, in a sense, I guess so. But in another sense, I probably wouldn't call myself a tailor right now. So have you been learning via YouTube or something? Uh, not really. I've kind of just been breaking things down. I buy some. I'll, I'll look for something that I like, like the cut and the look and the design of, and then I'll probably take it apart, and then I'll reuse the template, like the pattern onto a different pattern and I, I just remake it but in my own way right. so I've been doing that with like jeans jackets and other various things that I like to use and I've been trying to kind of mix and match the whole lot if I can if not I stick to a very like I base it on a very traditional like workwear design which is like you know four pocket denim jacket kind of thing like but there's lots of there's lo there's so many different types and it's nice because you can just you can change the pockets if you like to. You can change tiny little details that kind of, even though they're such simple, like such simple ideas to be based on, like you can make them really complex or just keep them really simple and they still look, still still look banging, you know. <laughs> yeah. I see that from the way you speak, you have a real love for what you're doing. Where, what is it that that gives you that love, that that drive, that interest, that fascination? I don't, to be honest, like, I don't, I'm not too sure, like, I've always just, I, it was it was only over the past few years that I've seemed to gather this kind of real interest for, like, clothing and, like, making and, like, just creating clothes myself, it's, it's only become, it's just become its own drive, if you get me, like, but I think just the interest in vintage and, like, old clothes and really well-made, like, denim items and stuff like it just makes me really excited because I get to figure out where it comes from and like what kind of like work and effort goes into it because there's so much that like you don't hear about when you're just buying from a vintage store or like from a new like a new brand shop so I think it was it's probably the roots understanding of like where the roots of everything kind of started to come from as far as like vintage clothing and things like that go are, are you a, you're a very creative person overall or is it just yeah of course I'd say a creative person overall like okay. so what other what other skills and talents do you have uh, I mean I've been playing I play guitar okay. I've been doing that for about 12 years now I studied music for a while uh, for about four years like just at university college but I didn't do university properly I have this belt in here yeah, don't worry, it's, it will okay. kick out. But yeah, I, I, went, I went to university for like a year, but I dropped out after not realising that I wanted to carry on. I'm a, skate, I'm a skateboarder of about the same amount of time. So I've been doing that for about 10 years, 12 years. So do you go down uh, uh, Albert Hall, South Bank? Uh, I go down South Bank a lot. Um, normally when I'm not in West, I tend to go over to Mile End and like Bow area a lot. Because okay. there's a few little places around there that me and my friends go to. Uh, yeah, a little bit in South, you know. Yeah, like Brixton's got the scope. Yeah, you got Stockwell and Brixton. That's yeah. pretty decent, though. Like. Yeah. But at the moment, because I'm in West, I'm, I'm I'm around like Acton, I'm around like Meanwhile and stuff. So 
there's a few places. West is quite good if you want to skate around, like in the streets and stuff. You don't necessarily need a skate park to skate, you know. Do you just do it for fun, or you do you go for any competitions or anything? Uh, mostly for fun. I've never really done competitions. Like, I'd feel comfortable, but I, I don't. I, it's just not really my idea of like what I like to do with skateboarding. If a competition was there, like, kind of be fun to like jokingly do one probably, yeah. but. Yeah, it's not serious, serious, like, okay. it's always been something I take seriously, but not, like, mentally, in a career-wise okay. section, like, serious, you know? Going back to vintage, do you, is, is your circle of friends, are they all into the vintage thing as well, or is it just... Uh, I mean, not not really as much, like, when, like, because I, I only really recently moved here, like, it's only really, like, the area that I'm working in, I notice, is very involved in vintage. So the people around it are quite involved. But my a lot of my friends aren't really into the vintage, mm. like, thing. So, but I definitely, like, really sit onto them. <laughs> but, because it, it's <laughs> yeah. good, it's, because it's also good for the environment. Like, if you're buying new clothes and stuff, it's really bad for the environment because of yeah. the way they're produced and all the minerals they need. It's just, it's, it's really bad. So it's like, you know, it's kind of good to promote because it does help the environment, like, it's not, yeah. you know, you're not promoting. Recycling clothes. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a really good way to recycle, especially if it's fur, because a lot of people don't like fur nowadays, but if it's secondhand, you know, it's not an animal going to waste. It's, yeah. It kind of is, but... <laughs> I love fur. Yeah, but at the but same I don't, time. I don't have any, but I love well, fur, yeah. So I don't see the problem if I eat meat and I wear leather. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, it's, it's a, not too much of a problem. Yeah, but, you know, different people but yeah, I might lose some listeners <laughs> saying this. <laughs> but yeah, bro, like, that's basically like how it is for me. Like, I'm always just kind of where I am. If I like vintage, I kind of surround myself in vintage. And then the area that I'm in when I'm doing it is kind of the area that I get to be vintage around, you see? Like, but with my friends, it's, it's more, just, um, more just skateboarding and stuff like that. Do you... What's the most expensive item you've sold as vintage then? Uh, oh, as vintage? Uh, I mean, I had a good... I had a good Ralph Lauren suicide skier jacket. Uh, it wasn't mine, but it was at, It was recently at the store I used to work at. Which was, I think we sold a good 500 quid. Okay. But that was the original suicide skier jacket. So it was vintage. It was really... It was like a red puffer coat. Do people wear these or is it just... Uh, I mean, yeah, people wear them. But like they have it. Yeah, yeah. Some people like to have them. There's a lot of like, like Ralph. There's a lot of Ralph Lauren collectors out there and stuff. So like, it doesn't always matter what size you have. Like you can kind of get rid of it if it's original. Mm-hmm. But I think we also had like a hand knitted Ralph Lauren jumper, which was really it's actually quite quirky in that man. Like it was really different. But other than that, like I haven't got the chance to like sell too many expensive stuff. Like obviously like Burberry coats and stuff. Like we sell those. Like they're still expensive because we've got those for like two bills so it's like that's quite expensive but then again for vintage like if, if you're going expensive expensive you're gonna have to you have to find something so collectible like there's a shop just up on just around the corner from portobello and she's selling like secondhand gucci dresses and like all of this thing and like they're they might going up easily to like six grand five grand really yeah man because because uh, they're, they're so sought after and like they're, they're actually like real vintage Gucci and like all of this is it's crazy how expensive it can get so it kind of depends on where you're working like I'm kind of working in like a, a bit of a, a shacky vintage shop you know like so there'll be lots of like polo shirts like Levi jackets all of this it's like the more kind of 
bougie or boutique you get, sometimes it tends to be a bit more select and like priced up a bit more, you know, because it's been sought after like by hand and all of this. So you could um, actually start selling over Instagram or yeah, yeah, things like that and probably have make have a wider audience. Yeah, yeah. If it's not a case of everybody's going to wear the item, then it doesn't matter so much. No, of course. It's, it's a lot about taste as well, like your own taste and stuff. So mm. it'll be interesting. Like, But eventually I'd like to sell my own clothes, but just whenever I get a time to get a basis going you know <laughs> okay that's great yeah that's good to hear well thanks for that interview no worries, much appreciated guys listeners i hope you like that interview about the vintage world so when you see your friend away your secondhand clothes be aware that they do have some value you hear about two bills 600 for those who don't know bills it's 100 pounds so um I hope you liked it. Feel free to leave a voice message in response to whether your dislikes or likes. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. Also, we have our sister podcast, which is Africa Investing Stories, all about investing in Africa, the good things, the bad things from a foreigner's point of view. So feel free to have a listen. Stay safe. Bye.